Oh. Salute everybody, you're now tuned in to the Sunburst Podcast, the most seasoned podcast in the world. I'm sitting here with Juan and Gabe, say what's up guys. What's up? Hi. <laughs> Alright, so this is going to be the introduction to our stuff, man. You know, we're just trying to start a podcast. Uh, we're just three guys who met in school. We now work together, you know, we're, we're chefs, came from Sullivan, and uh, we're just trying to make something happen, for real. Gabe, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, uh, what's up? Uh, I come from, you know, farmlands of Indiana, so... Farmland, like, Indiana. Yeah, really diverse there with a lot of fields and animals, <laughs> you know. Tell us, tell us about your childhood, man. Like, where you come from? Childhood? From, you know, oh, I come what from makes a, you you? come from a real small town, and, you know, it's, uh, to me, this... The place where we're at is a big city to me, mm. so it's like just nice to come in and honestly, coming from a small town, you can see a lot of different, uh, different aspects of life. Like yeah. other than like the the suburban countryside. You know, I things. used to uh, when I was younger, I used to live in South Dakota, and I think the population of the area I was at was like, it, it was sparse. It was I can't even remember, you know. And I remember, because I was coming from a big city at that time, that the state of South Dakota was surprised that they had two unsolved murders in a whole year. And I just thought that was just odd to me. I was like, only two people died and y'all were just, nah, like what the, they were just stunned by that, you know? So that small town living, I could, I could get you in a sense like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just nice to come down here, at least for work, and you, especially since we get out of work pretty late, get to see the nice lights, and you get to see a lot of cool right. stuff. We'll get yeah. more into that later, but uh, Juan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, man? All right, that's a minute for Juan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing, man, but um, born in Chicago, you know, I think the whole world knows that by now. Um, no move to Iowa when I was like... Uh, I think about like five. Yeah, I moved to Iowa when I was about five years old, and uh, from that time till I was like in like uh, I think fifth grade. Then I moved back to like uh, a city in Illinois. It's like I was from Chicago. Then after that, I moved back to Chicago for a while. And then after that, we uh, came out uh, to Sullivan. Louisville, you know. How was that transition from Chicago to Iowa, if you don't mind me asking? Well, since I was younger, when I was living in Chicago, you know, you really don't really know too much about, like, what's going on at that time. So the transition wasn't hard. You know, I was pretty much, like, from what I can remember, raised in Iowa, you know, pretty much. You know, so the transition was just not, it wasn't really a transition there. The transition was moving from Iowa back to, like, Chicago. That's when mm. the transition came about, you know, because... Uh, you go from something small then to some big city, you know, the pace is different. Yeah, most then, definitely. So you, you're living in that big city, then come back to a place here in Louisville, like uh, college, you know, it feels like I'm in a small city again. Yeah, so, slow yeah, pace of life yeah, and yeah, everything. Slow pace. I definitely hear you. Yeah, and everybody knows everybody in Louisville. So, yeah. You know, that pace yeah. is different. Yeah. That was one thing in, uh, when I used to live in uh, South Dakota, you know, we were like, me and my dad, we were there. We were the only two black people in the area for real. Yeah. So they started, you know, getting to know us. They were a little skeptical at first, but at the end, you know, dudes, what, 
he was coming in early because, you know, I went to school just to make us, like, some breakfast pizzas and everything. We went to Wendy's. They gave us free Frosties. They knew us by name and everything. And right. we go to Walmart. They're just, you know, talking, you know. Oh, you know, because my dad, he cooked a lot at the Where time. Where you say from uh, So, me, I was born in Texas. I did a lot of moving when I was younger. I've been uh, Texas, uh, Michigan, South Dakota. Uh, end up going to Georgia, and then now I'm here why, in Kentucky. Why you move so much? Uh, a lot of it was uh, my family looking for jobs, you know. We were just moving around, kind of Air Force living everything. Yeah. Uh, really just trying to get situated for real. So, I mean, it is what it is. So, I'm, I'm real diverse. I got to see a lot of different type of people, live in a lot of environments. So, I'm just real open-minded to it. Yeah. I kind of grew a love for travel out of all that, you know. Yeah. So, like, well, you've since you've been to a lot of, like, places in a lot of states, what would... What's your favorite? Like, what's what's your favorite? And then, what has left the biggest impact on you? What'd you um, say? Good question. Yeah, that that is a good one. I have to say, honestly, my favorite say I've ever been to is uh, South Dakota because I feel like that just suit my personality the most. Like it was, like I said, it was real quiet. You know, mm-hmm. it, it snowed. The community was nice. There wasn't a lot going on. It was a real slow pace of living. You know, and I'm like me personally, I'm good with that solitude. Because I could grow a lot in some solitude like that. But if I have to say what impacted me the most, it would have to be Georgia. Because... Georgia! (laughs) Georgia! If I'm being honest, like, I was was in, like, uh, Cobb County, like, Marietta. So I was, like, 30 minutes out from Atlanta. And that's really when I got to see my people, like, skin color, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's when I got to see how we act and how we could react to each other and the type of things that happened there that's when i really saw the city life for real and i honestly spent the most time in georgia like that's that's really like that is georgia speaks a lot to me you know yeah Yeah. so i just want to ask y'all both this so what made y'all both want to go to culinary school i watched the anime man (laughs) 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 i watched this anime called Food Wars, boy, and I was like, yo, this this, this culinary shit kind of look cold, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I was also taking some culinary classes in high school. I was like, let's, yeah, yeah I was I don't want to go to the military. Let's just see this hey, thing. What about you, Gabe? Uh, I, can't, I can't say that there's one big defining reason, but, like, it's just a lot of stuff. Like, Jaden, I did, I did watch that anime. I thought it was pretty cool, but that wasn't, like, the reason why. <laughs> that was I my think, reason. Like, a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair reason, to be honest. It's not. It's stupid. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I think it's like sometimes you just can't get the the rush or the the fulfillment you can as much as you can when, say, someone was like, this is some damn good food. Yeah. And it just made, like, brands uh, other day. Yeah, I feel that. Like, a lot of times people communicate through food, and if it's it's good food then that can brighten that can make it break someone's day right and i heard this thing is like food is the only thing that can bring people from different cultures and like different ethnicities together like yeah that's the only thing that can bring a lot of different people together i don't i got this i got the saying i really don't say a lot to y'all but it's, it's something that speaks to me yeah. it's like there's only two ways to someone's heart i'm like food and music and i do both right, right, right. <laughs> I, I but if, yeah go ahead, sorry. if you think about it like yeah, when you, when you make a food, you're making something, you know, real good. Like, that's yeah. something that's going into someone's body. You're, like, feeding them nutritionally. You're letting your art, like, you know, yeah. just to create an experience, just to create a time in them. And that's that's something beautiful, for real, that I've yeah. seen in yeah. this industry. Like, like, for me, like, 
my deciding factor to go to school actually like my deciding factor to be a chef in general was uh fifth grade like like i said i left iowa when i was in fifth grade but before i left i remember specifically this is class uh it's like a home x class like so six weeks is you sewing and knitting and then like the other six weeks is like you in the kitchen Mm. So it really teaches kids how to be a stay-at-home right. mom. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> nah, but if we being honest, you know, those those are some good skills yeah. to yeah. know. Because a lot of people, you know, they get out of college and they all book smart and everything. But yeah. they're not life smart. Yeah, no. They don't know how to live uh, to themselves or how to provide for them. They're so used to live with their family. So right. I think learning mm-hmm. skills like that is, is so important. Yeah, but like I was saying, like in that class, uh, I think we were making cookies or, or something with a dough. And I hate those because it's so fucking messy. But uh, we were making the dough. And uh, I remember specifically that I had to pour six ounces of milk in, uh, in uh, like a liquid measuring cup. And I poured it. And yeah. it was right on the line. And my teacher, she said, well, that guy, he's going to be a chef. He's going to be the uh. one in the class who's going to be a chef. Uh. And for some reason, that just stuck with me. I'm like, I'm going to be a chef. Because that's the first time I ever made somebody happy by me doing something. I'm like yeah. 12 years old. So it's like, that's yeah. how I got into yeah. this. And sometimes, man. I just go back on that moment. It's like, yeah, I'm here. I came along with Man, that moment. I was a, I was a little similar. We had a, a actual culinary lab in my high school, and I remember um, just going in there. And I guess the person I was, like, I was comfortable enough, to, you know, to talk to people and get in the kitchen, you know, like cook something. So we had like six tables, and it was like six different groups. Like every one of those groups, she put in charge like the others, like technically like sous chef, you know, <laughs> and like no matter where I was, like she made me like do a sous chef like position like that for like these people, you right. know, in my class. We had a catering event. She was like, I was an ROTC at the time, so she's like, "This is my military man. All y'all listen to him, you know." <laughs> so like, I, I got that power, and I was like, "Okay, so I'm obviously good enough to do this." That she trusts me to like you know lead these people. So I I, I kind of saw that as an opportunity to just go on, you know. Yeah. I'm like, L- let's use this to, like, do some more good, you know. Right. I think this is a segue to speak about, like, how did we get our first job in a restaurant? Because I, I think all three of us, our first job was in an actual fast food restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. like, I just want to talk about, like, how we all got into that position. Like, uh-huh. So, how did you end up getting a job? So, Cause my, what was your first job? Yeah, my first job was Burger King, right. actually. Um, mm. Real... Real uh, cream of the crop in fast food, I guess you can say. <laughs> I'm a fucking dirty. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I actually got hired on there as soon as I turned 16. The day I turned 16, I started working because uh, my brother was the assistant manager, and like I was in wrestling for eight years, and we did like little, uh, like pour, pull pour lunch boxes, so people would. Like, it's kind of like a fundraiser, you know? People would give you, like, ten bucks, and you they get a nice plate of, like, beans and macaroni and cheese and, like, a nice pulled pork sandwich. Yeah. And it was good. It was fun. That was kind of my first experience of working a line, because uh, I'd be putting por- uh, pulled pork and barbecue sauce on the sandwich and be sending it down to the other people in the line. And that was just, like, really fun for me. So... Uh, I thought it was fun to work in fast food for a little bit, but then uh, after being there for about two years, got into management, and I was like, ah, nah, this, this one isn't for me. I'll go do some actual, what I view as actual cooking at a, <laughs> at a roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, very small chain, but 
it was decent food at best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have a... Me, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I started fast food too, so... What'd you start at? Uh, I started at Zaxby's, and, uh, you know, it, it was just a... They said only tenders, right? Or something like that? Uh, you remember that, like, Popeye's chicken sandwich? They started coming uh, chicken sandwiches, too. Uh, Salads. I know the Southwest salad there. That's a big one. Uh, little Asian don't, spot. Yeah. Don't they have, like, chicken tenders in a sandwich? Isn't uh, that, like, their mainstay sandwiches? Yeah, I, I think they... That's it's crazy. been a little while. That's, we got grilled chicken. We got chicken tenders. That's most of what we do. We got yeah. wings. Oh, we got all this. You know, but um, back on topic, yeah, so I, I was just in high school, you know, I was looking for a job. I think I was a sophomore or junior, just around that time. I was, you know, let me start making me some money. I'm trying to get my, like, you know, permit, my license, save up for a car, like, do whatever, you know. I just wanted to spread my wings a little bit. So this girl I knew, I was in a class with her. Uh, she was actually manager at the spot. And I was like, you know, you think... Huh? Seventeen. She was a she was a senior by this time. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's still pretty young to be a manager. Though. 18? That's like yeah, that's how I was. But I mean, I was eighteen as a manager too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she 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 was literally like, our age. Yeah. We, y'all got manager. Right, right. Yeah. So you know she was literally the hiring manager. So she kind of got me through the door. I had an okay wow. resume. That's and um yeah I, I just went there and you know I started just breading the tenders and throwing them in the fryers and shit. You know it was. Fast service. I ended up moving to flat top, doing toast and everything. Eventually, I was online. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, you know, I was online, like making or like plating salads and sending chicken throughout, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think I got to a point where I had the decision to make, like, do I commit like more time, and like become. I think my position I could have became was like the cleaning manager, because we. We had like it was a corporate building. We were the okay. corporate Zaxby's, so we oh, were like the best in the area. So you, you were know? the high end Zaxby's. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we already had a hiring manager. We had three GMs. We had all this, you know, corporate. Wow. Corporate was always like through there. Yeah. And we were getting busted out. You know, it was freaking uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah. So we were essential. We did it like we just double triple wrapped, and it's like, I, I was working good. So you were getting an essential worker pay. I was getting minimum wage paid, boy. <laughs> Talking about essential worker. I still ain't seen my check yet. <laughs> no, man, but yeah, we were. I was just sitting there, like, doing it. I was like, you know, should I, you know, become manager or whatever? I think I'm, like, out of high school by this time. I'm just like, I don't see myself, like, if I became manager, I was already there for, like, two years. I'd be there for, what, like, three four more years maybe yeah. i was like let me just do something else i don't be working fast food i see all my boys they're working one's at burger king one's at dairy queen you know this dude might be at uh marshall some like retail job i'm like, i don't want to be doing this you know yeah so i just end up moving out going to college and you know spreading my wings yeah yeah what about you man yeah for me it started like i didn't even plan on starting to work at wendy's but i my mom actually got me the job because uh she, I guess she went up there a couple of times and she was just like, I guess one of the times she was like, yeah, uh, my son, he does cooking classes in school, which now I look back is equivalent to nothing. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Real, she just, uh, she's like, yeah, can I get my son get a job up here? And uh, they said, yeah, bring him in, you know, so that we did the whole hiring process, of course. And uh, I got hired on, worked there for about a year and a half, I want to say, and became a manager. And uh, management at 
any fast food job is like a chore. You know, it's like yeah. so much. Yeah. It's, it's like deal with these stupid a lot children. of a lot of work, a little money, but at the same time, yeah. uh, I actually got a lot of reward from that because I got my surf safe from there, mm-hmm. which is you know which is good for five years, and then I was the second trainer in Indiana history period uh. at Wendy's, first African American in Indiana mm. as a trainer in Wendy's. So I got a little making those that. accolades, you know, man. I got yeah. a couple, couple trophies I can show, but uh, <laughs> that's the history you know, that be that be glossed over. That's the topic yeah. for another day. Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> but um, you know that that was an amazing experience. Um, it it didn't really teach me too much other than like speed and how to deal with like customers. But I feel yeah. like that's the biggest takeaway about all fast food is how to deal with customers. And yeah, some yeah. people come out of there and still not a good people's person. But you know, fast food is fast food. You know, I think a a good place to take this is um. So, what was that transition like from that fast food that we had to uh until you got to college, and yeah. then what type of skills have you learned like since being in college, especially being in culinary? If you mm-hmm. want to go ahead, and continue. I just feel like all of us can like say the same thing. Like from high school to college, it's all been the same. But like the terminology is different. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been like cooking things in water and then putting it in the oven, but didn't know that this was called braising. You know, like yeah. I've been adding butter to things and didn't know it was like it's called mountain butter yeah. or the French term is called um, alamante. Yeah, like that. That, yeah. You know, so it's like we've Brier been doing the things, but it's just on a higher you know skill level. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it hasn't been that difficult if I'm being serious. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of like the same stuff, like simple cooking, but it's more into more in depth of like the the yeah. history of it and the techniques and yeah. techniques yeah. like you're practicing how to get perfect knife cuts how to pr- uh really hammer in sauteing something so you get even cooking it's just really simple techniques and you know it's very easy to pick up on it's really mm-hmm. just it's simple stuff but it's a great life skill to have uh, yeah. to have uh, you see like a lot of a lot of people nowadays like they come out of school, they don't know how to cook for themselves, except they always, like, go out and get fast food, maybe a cup of ramen, yeah. and they yeah. boil that, and they call yeah. it a night. Especially the, but, the women these days, you know, yeah, they, they, they lost that, they lost, lost that, that touch. Oh, yeah. Cooking, man, yeah, I'm a survive. chef, what you want to cook yeah, for me? That, uh, yeah, I don't know how to cook, but, you know, that comes from the parents. So that's a different subject. You know, Jay, yeah, how was your transition from, like, yeah, from high school or even, like, the fast food to coming to it's, that? It's just that like what you life. said. Like, in high school, I think that was just the start. Yeah. I think what I learned in, like, a first few months in college is what I learned in entire, like, three years in high school, for real. <laughs> it, was a lot of, it was a lot of terminology, classical this, Escoffier this. Yeah. Then after you get out of that, then you start, you know, sauteing some stuff, uh, boiling and braising, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. Um, I can't really say it was what I thought, for real. Yeah. Uh, I think if you were starting from scratch, like you never touched a stove, that would be the most growth you see. But for yeah. people who've like you know actually cooked stuff before, like just know how to work a fryer, it you need a, a type of mindset before you really grow in that environment. You know, you need to be like, I think you want to be on the level of like, okay, I want to make my own dish. These are some components I want. You know, you kind of yeah. want to experiment because. A lot of what we did, it was just recipes and, yeah. and the same like techniques. The international class. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, it was good to get like a base. Like you know, I didn't know too much about 
uh, German dishes or like uh, Caribbean dishes, you know, that was good for like the the basis of like, oh, they use scotch bonnets in their milk bar, you know. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. I know the heat of a scotch bonnet and all this. Schoolio units, yeah. Yeah. I, and another thing that we all became like uh, also agree on is like every, you know, every, uh, what would it be? What was the code term? Like uh, culture uses the same ingredients. Damn near. Like Vietnamese mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, Thai or you yep. can go to uh, Mexico and they all use the same ingredients, but they just use them in such different ways. I yeah. think one. And that's one thing I can say about oh, food. That's a good one. Like uh, the way they use it. But I think one thing that, uh, that like just helped me learn was yeah. the uh, parallels yeah. of everything the equator. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like closer to this, you might see more heat, you right. know, because it's like next it's to the cold. airport. It makes right. you sweat or you might see... Um, Citrus is on this, right. you know, parallel. I think that was good just to get in the thought process right. of, like, you know. And going back from that high this. school to college transition, that just, and even working fast food, Gabe, that just reminds me of, like, when we had that conversation, like, is working fast food, yeah. like, is that considered <laughs> working in the kitchen? <laughs> and we went back on this Wait, wait, did, you, did like, you say consider working in the kitchen or yeah, cooking? No, is it working both, honestly? It like, both. If working in fast food. Is that cooking and working in the kitchen? I think um That's like that's that's what yeah. I want to tax game. Like working in fast food, okay, yeah, you're gonna be working in the kitchen. I mm, well technically yes, you're cooking is I don't really feel like you're you're cooking for real. I mean like I can't explain it any better way. Like, okay, I'm gonna throw some chicken tenders in some flour and throw it in the fryer. Like I'm not seasoning this thing. I'm not yeah. throwing no taste in there. It's just oil. So I think to me, as from the place that I come, like uh, fast food, uh, Burger King, I hate to like spill the beans on how they cook it, but it's through a conveyor belt on a broiler. Mm. And it grows the food for you. You don't have to do nothing to it. You just set the patties on a on a conveyor belt and it goes through. Yeah. To me, that's not cooking because that's yeah. just putting meat on a conveyor belt. Now, with something like Wendy's where they use like an actual grill and flat top and all that stuff, so they probably have actual knives in the kitchen. I never did, so I don't see fast food as cooking. I think with cooking now, like especially when we're at the level of cooking that we could do now, we see way more of what you can do with cooking. You know, yeah. you could create these flavors that you never tasted before. You could taste something it changed your whole life. It brightens your whole day. You know, you just don't get that with fast food. Yeah, and I, I don't want to diss on fast food so much because I think that everybody yeah. in their life should at least work at least one fast food job. That's the best start. Because that's like you're getting so much from it, like the groundwork. Yeah, you yeah, got to start from the, the bottom for real. You can tell that there's a lot of people that have never worked at fast food, and that's always the people who are like yelling at customer service people, which is just like an ick of mine. And so it needs to be, it yeah. needs to be like a like, like start a somewhere. Yeah, you know? like it, it ain't no problem. Job. Just don't get stuck there. Yeah, for real. Like you, you gotta always, always you yeah, exactly. You gotta build up. You always gotta be thinking about the next step. You know. Okay, once once I learn how to do fryer line this, okay, I'm going to be manager. Once you get manager, what do you want to do from there, you know? Then yeah. you're going to school and learning how these different techniques, what you want to do after that. You always got to yeah. move, you know, until yeah. you're just, until I, I think you reach that point in life where you're just ready to just stagnate, you know, like stay complacent in that time. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But I, I still feel like working in the fast food is considered cooking because it's like different stages, you know, because the first stage is elementary when you're learning how to make those cookies. And then we're going to go to the fast food when we're learning how to cook. And it's in the restaurant. You can't say it's not in the kitchen. You know? I mean, you I can't mean, cook yeah. in the living room it's, it's, in the fast food. It's, so, you're in that like kitchen, definitely. Kitchen, yeah, but so. like, yeah, it, as I brought up to you last time, we talked about this. It's like, it depends on what you define as cooking. I think it's like amateur, home cook, and then like, uh, like, Chef, like chef, like yeah, chef, that's like, like, that. like below levels. amateur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're amateur right now. You got yeah, medium man. rare, medium well. That's like amateur minor. So like. <laughs> they give you medium rare chicken. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I. But, you know what's like? I just like I know we all came up from similar, you know, not as far as backgrounds as far as cooking. I mean, like you know, we did the fast food, we did the high school, we finished in college. So what's next? What's next for you, Gabe? What's well, your plan? you know, it's actually funny because uh, everyone that we go to school with has taken a, a culinary class yeah. in high school, but I never did. Mm-hmm. I actually, my first culinary class was actually in college. Wow. So, I couldn't tell if I'm being honest. Because uh, I never really, like, took the, I had the opportunity to take it, but I just never did. I was taking more, like... GPA focus classes like AP and is that why your GPA classes. is like four point four? Yeah, that's why my GPA <laughs> was high because I took damn near only AP and college credit classes. Yeah, and you know I think I think that that might be a good segue. Like um, view viewpoint on school for real because I yeah. know you can't just be like school isn't important. School's real important, but once you put the the emphasis on just test taking, you know, and yeah. and all this like those skills that you'll never use yeah. in life and you come out of that like oh yeah i had a 4.5 gpa well that's the that's like one side of it but the flip uh-huh. side is that what about those kids who you know didn't get that 4.4 get the 2.1s and the 1.9 but they were taking those important yeah. classes yeah. you know and you weren't even able to go to college you know like that yeah. college is stressful like yeah. you know you had your you had your uh home ec class or other people they could be taking things that matter yeah. like economics or something you know or i guess they won't be a politician government like those those classes count, but I guess at the end of the day, just think because your GPA is a no four point whatever, you can take this class. Don't let that you, shit just yeah. Suck, it you know? doesn't make you better than anyone else. It's just kind of yeah. there for being on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's just, just high school clout. Oh, yeah, four point five. Okay, you like you're a nerd, but do something. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not even like. Your nerds is yeah, understand mean, that high school isn't life. Yeah, you know? it, once you get out of high school, like I think I read something somewhere where it's like you've only lived not even one third of your life when you when you get out of high school. So like high school isn't everything. You just gotta keep on going, and you will yeah man have so many more life experiences than high yeah. school. Yeah, I think but in the cool. same breath, high school is very important. I mean, without. Mm-hmm. Without even uh, without high school, as far you you're not even going to be able to get to that next step, step of college. Yeah, you know, and uh, colleges are so hard to get into, and, and so and so easy to get out. You know, it's easy. You gotta to, to do bad in school. It's you gotta to find that good balance of not just putting everything into school, but not just giving up on it entirely. Yeah. You know, like okay you got school and that's going to be real important for you but you need to also think about what are you doing in your life outside of the school you know are you just wasting your time like doing this and that day by day or are you like you know putting some work in to get something going you know i think that's so important especially like the younger you are getting stuff going for real like for your future you know a lot of people don't think about their future until it's 
too late for real. So that okay, this kind of transitions into something that I've been wondering about your guy, you guys' uh, yeah. opinions. Go ahead. There's a like a lot of people say culinary school is a scam, mm-hmm. which is kind of it's half and halfway true, halfway wrong, because experience is everything in our field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you're going to school without having a job, you're you're late. Yeah. Uh, as mm-hmm. one of the chef instructors we have put it to me. So that if you don't have a job in culinary right now, then you're late and you won't be able to have as much experience as, say, the next guy. Yeah. So I think it's trying to find a nice balance between working in a kitchen mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. experience and then working at school and trying to do more that way. Yeah, it's funny because, like, as you know, I worked in a couple of different restaurants. I worked in, like, a Michelin star restaurant and uh, a couple of other dif- different restaurants around Louisville. But, right. Mm, 80% of my bosses, as far as like head chefs and sous chefs, didn't finish school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a sous chef at our job that didn't finish school. I know a couple head chefs that didn't finish school. So, I mean, like, I don't know if that if finishing school is like the gram, like, yeah. you know, like, that's, I don't know if that's the most important thing because you can, yeah. and that's just with anything, though. Not even just culinary school. You can be... You know, whatever you want to be and not finish school. Mm-hmm. Finishing school does not make you better or worse than anybody else. It's, yeah. I think it's more about how you apply that knowledge of what yeah. you learn, you know. Because, of course, you know, you're going to see people in whatever field or industry you are that never went to school, you know. Right. But you could damn sure guarantee they have, like, a harder time grinding up that knowledge than you right. have. But just don't think because you have that knowledge, you're on this tier. Right. Or you're on this playing field. Like, no, mm-hmm. you... You paid your money, you paid your dues to get that knowledge so yeah. that you could utilize it to take that next exactly. step. You and know? even our su- uh, supervisor at our job, mm-hmm. he went to, he got a bachelor's degree and it has nothing to do with cooking. Right. But he's yeah. a supervisor, he's above us mm-hmm. and at, a, as a res- at a restaurant. So I mean, like, and he's kind of just like, now learning yeah. what we like already know. But in terms of like cooking skill, yeah, he's he's real comfortable in like where he's at. Exactly. You know? So school is not the most important thing to determine factor or anything. But but in the same thing, like a lot of people that are in those positions are like fathers and like mm-hmm. have children yeah. and like are married true. and all that. That's so true. it's kind of difficult, you know. It's it, it's yeah. just life for real. I, th- I think it's that depends way more on mindset. Like you know, once you became a uh, for them example, they became a father. You know, they mm-hmm. have things they want to uphold. You know, they've got to protect and provide for you know their family. Now that's not just saying you know only if you're not going to school you need to settle down. It's just mm-hmm. understand that if you're not going to be a father, you need to have that mindset of like I can't just be blowing all my money on this. You know. I need to secure, protect, and uh, provide, and still like work as hard as the next person. You know, it's just it's just the difference of mindset for real. Yeah, and it's like there's so many people like you said that uh, never went to school that are very successful in this field, and it's like that, especially with how expensive all of schooling is nowadays. It's just yeah, man. like. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to go to school? Like, we're paying top dollar to go to, uh, I think it's, like, ranked number seven in the state for culinary arts. Country. Country, yeah. 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 Seven country. 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 Yeah, and we're paying 60000 for 18 60 months. And they're increasing that. They're increasing that. And, uh, and another thing. Summer, actually. Yeah, and they're increasing the money and, like, to go to school. And then they're, like, bringing and, like, decreasing the amount yes. that you learn. Yep. 
So oh, like man. in our school, I'm not gonna say what specific school we go to, but yeah. in our school that like they're charging more and then yep. teaching us American cuisine. Yeah, you <laughs> is that the same that cuisine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, is that yeah. the same cuisine that we learn at the fast food restaurant that we work in? Yeah. You <laughs> know, even. so it's I mean, like I'm, it's difficult to knowledge like, why would you go to so weird in that aspect you know yeah i think if you completely rely on just like school to teach you all of that you're not going to get very far yeah you need to have like you know the hunger to go out and work and put that work in but also to seek more knowledge you know learn from this and that learn about the ingredients and vegetables that's here in kentucky learn about what other chefs are doing yeah. down south because yeah, what the uh, hell is sorghum? west you know yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't even like know. i didn't we know about i don't know yeah. about sunburst yeah. sorghum yeah. All, all this stuff until i moved over here yeah. but then like no one knows all about the stuff we use in georgia too you know like i guess everyone know what a peach is but no one knows the georgia peach flavor for real right. you know because you could get some stuff that say georgia on the box Trust me, that's not Georgia peach. Right. You know, whatever like, they got in Florida, all the lemons and. And, and another thing shit. you notice about like where you live is like everybody like where you live are doing kind of similar to the same thing. Like in Chicago, everybody's doing like deep dish pizza, chicken wings, and like, like Chicago style hot dogs. I guess if you will. Mm-hmm. If you go to Iowa, everybody's doing like something with corn. Everyone got their own taste. Here, yeah. Everybody's taste. doing bourbon and yeah. uh, like you know, and sorghum. Like so, yeah. everything. Like everywhere you live, people cook similar. So it's kind of cool moving because you learn different things from different people. I think that's a good thought because, um, you know, as like taking it all the way back, like as humans, you know, we just adapt with our environment and right. kind of mm-hmm. modern day with how advanced we are, right. that's how people, you know, adapt. Like, of course, we got all the shipment of like ingredients and everything, but everyone got their own style. You know, right. you got your mm-hmm. Cajun Creole, you got your down South, whatever. You got you know? your horseradish. <laughs> you got your people who love their horseradish cream sauce inside yeah. your for y'all. Then, uh, you know, you got everyone who doing their stuff in Thailand or like Vietnam, you know, they everyone got their own tastes and flavors. And I think uh, understanding that and kind of just knowing like from each cuisine and region, that's a real good step in becoming a chef, you know? Yeah, for sure. So we we've got our uh, oh, I, I believe you're trying to bring this up, but we got really sidetracked. Of uh, we had we got our yeah we got our yeah. pass and our uh, kind of like our introductions out of the way. But so what does the future look so, like? Yeah. So right. what do we, yeah. what do we want to be? Uh, Jane, do you want to take me, me man? Off the yeah. Um, yeah. I came in like a uh, culinary, like I said, like as a job you call it like looking for a better life but now i'm kind of looking leaning more towards like the music industry and everything you know and i'm trying to you know get into like this school get into the music business learn how to like run bands and all that because at the end of the day i just found out that culinary wasn't for me you know and with that i'm still gonna utilize the degree i have you know and and the skills that I learned, you know to make me more money to uh to you know have secure i'll probably still end up using it like later in my life but at the end of the day it's just like i I know i gotta move on and do what i really want you know i kind of found my passion in a you call it side hobby that i invested in you know so i'm just gonna make that switch me personally how would you say you found your uh passion music oh man yeah i um so when I came to school at Sullivan, I decided not to bring like my games up here, you know, cause I when I was in high school, I was just like straight from school, like playing PS4, you know. Yeah. I got cold at some games, but I mean, like I Four didn't game, really. Fortnite. 
<laughs> Fortnite called Rainbow. Yeah. Well, you hit me up, Minecraft. <laughs> Man, didn't even be. No, yeah, no, nah, but yeah. you know, I was kind of just. I guess now I kind of do see that as a waste of time because games. It's just leisure to me because I don't think I want to take it too far competitive nowadays. If I was still playing, I would because like you gotta make your money for real. But um. Yeah, I left that thing there, so in my free time, I started, you know, playing more guitar and, like, just really getting in touch with music, because that's kind of just what, like, what, like, spoke with me, you know? That's mm-hmm. kind of just, like, what I found, what I like it, like doing. Like, right. when y'all make, like, a dish for somebody, and they say, you know, they love it and everything, I get that same feeling when, like, I'm in front of, uh, up in front of a crowd, and I'm playing, like, a song that I practice for days and months, and I hit it note for note, you know? Yeah. Or, like, at the end of my solo, people are clapping. Like, that's what fills me up, you know? And I, that's what I would, like, enjoy putting my time in grinding for. Now, it, I have some thoughts of, like, you know, having some, running some, like, bar, like, some joint, you know, with, like, the music side to it. Or, like, still in touch with culinary. Maybe starting a YouTube with, like, me doing, like, cooking how-tos or whatever. Yeah. That's just me, like, brainstorming of what I would do. But right. at the end of the day, I think I make my main theme just, you know, music. Yeah. That industry is what I want to get into. What about you? Uh, you know, for me, unlike you, I don't have any other aspirations, you know. like mm-hmm. As far as, like, side businesses go, you know, like, I would love to do other ventures. But, like, as far as, like, changing my career... Uh, that's not just something that like I, I'm interested in. Like, cooking is going to be what I do till I die. Uh, that being said, for the future, uh, you know, as you both know, I plan on moving to Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, that's in the near future, actually. So, you know, I just want to continue to grow. You know, I'm not, I'm pretty good as a chef, but I'm just not where I want to be. You know, it's like there's some things I got to focus on. So I, I plan to figure that out while I'm away from my family. You know, just get that grind mindset going. Man, yeah. You know, come back and like be better than ever. You know. Yeah, you can really so, grow by moving out to Florida. Like, yeah, that's so I'm sure that's yeah. a lot of experiences you yeah. can gain from. And it's gonna be in like an atmosphere like of a casino. So you know, it's like they have like eight restaurants down there. Yeah. And, like in one, so you know, it's like a lot of experience. You know, I just want to be the best like that I could personally be, and maybe one day I come back into Louisville. You know, because it's smaller, and maybe just own something. You know, mm-hmm. open up your own like restaurant right, or yeah. something. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What's that? Like, uh, like you said, I'm probably gonna be cooking till till I croak. <laughs> honestly, um, I just think it's gonna be like well, you that. don't dream big. At this at this point, <laughs> I've invested a lot of time. I wanna probably open up my own restaurant at some point, but like I'll probably just start looking for uh, a high end position right now. Get as much experience as I can. Right. Like I've I've never thought about switching up stuff, but like, uh, I loved to like entertain people. Yeah. So like doing like this podcast and like doing I used to stream on Twitch, which is really fun, really cool. Who like, used to stream? Uh, I baked pies on because uh, I was running that as a side business for a little bit. Uh, then just school and work just kind of piled on so I couldn't you ever thought about here. getting back in like baking pies like streaming it again I mean I, I you're, cul- you're a culinary student right yeah okay <laughs> but you're big I, yeah I mean it's good to be like to uh, spread himself out I, I major in culinary arts but I mean I think yeah. if you can bake a good pie then I think you need to what type of pies were you doing uh, any kind really 
Any kind of, I really got asked to do. I've, I've done a strawberry banana pie, a uh, butterscotch pie. Okay. You ever thought about uh, getting like catering? Like it doesn't need to be specifically for pies, but I mean, there was is. one time where an old coworker, coworker of mine, uh, asked for me to cater their wedding. Pies? Okay. Yeah, with a pie bar. What? Uh, they asked me to cater, but I was just really busy. I wasn't planning on it, but I. You missed it. I you never really got around to it. it. Missed opportunity. I man. think I still could do it if I wanted to. Uh, ask her, I think She's still getting married? That first one didn't work out for her. I think the wedding's in October. I think the wedding's in October. So it's, uh, it's, it's real soon. Yeah. It's real soon, but I mean, She's still looking for pies. Too. Yeah, if she's still looking for <laughs> She might as well just get those Patty LaBelle's at Walmart. You know, it's called a day. Get some nice I don't know why pie. you would want pies catered to you. Why would you want a pie bar? Like, yeah, why not just get a, like, a six-tier cake or something? Like I don't think they probably could do it the pie, like, as a part. Everyone got their thing, I guess. Yeah. You know, What if pies brought them together? They met by sharing a slice of pie or something. What type of pie do you think it would be? Apple pie? It has, be, it has to be something extravagant. <laughs> what, they get married at 90? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 just feel like, I feel like uh, they would just have the... Just the most obscene type of pie, so they just yeah. had a strawberry rhubarb. Creamless like, spinach. You're making them sound like they're like 30, mid 40s. and They're, like, they're 50, they're like 67. 27. Eating rhubarb? Eating rhubarb? How do you know what a rhubarb is? <laughs> I, I've never actually eaten rhubarb pie. Yeah. I've never had rhubarb. Really? We have something in the restaurant not too long. I heard you could die by eating it raw. Well, well, in that case, you got yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got experience. You can't be scared to live your life. It might be real good, bro. You the know? fear that you might not have any more of a sure. life. Some things are better, bro. Some, some things. I think yeah. mushrooms are one of those things, you know. Ooh. Mushrooms are better, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, like, we've been to, like, we got stories. Oh, we, we, have, we have a lot. We have a lot of stories. Like, we have a lot yeah. of different personal backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about us. Like, we met at work, and like we're all so different that it works yeah. together. And like, it's crazy. And we met during the most difficult time at work, Kentucky yeah. Derby. Like, let's let's go ahead and talk about that. Man. Derby, let's talk about that experience first. Yeah. First, let's get into um. For those who don't know, uh, Kentucky Derby. It's a very Famous horse race holding Very Kentucky, prominent. you know, mm-hmm. and you see. Let me, let me just yeah. So, I think, like, uh, like, especially mm-hmm. since we work at the place where it's held, yeah, at Churchill Downs, I like being able to go on top of the roof that had yeah. that VIP access, yeah, and just be able to watch the Kentucky Derby race. From like, the roof. that was mm-hmm. like that's the best just, experience of my life. That's an experience that no one else can get, yeah, yeah. You can't get that, you can't get that. It anywhere was. Else. It, the only people that were on the roof was Matt Wins and like three snipers. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, that was an amazing experience. And like you're just looking down and uh, we see Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, yes, sir. But you damn near got to fall off the, the the roof to see Donald Trump. Yeah. But you see Donald Trump and it's just like, it's, it's like this crazy. Is, like this man is like really below us right now. And we, like, uh, I don't think, I don't know if he was on our floor or not, but we yeah. would have been able to cook food for him. Like we, yeah. We've had obscene like yeah. opportunities. At work. Yeah, we've cooked for a TV show. Yeah, we cooked for uh, 
Rajon Rondo from the Boston Celtics, uh, 2008. I think they won the the NBA championship in 2008 or nine. I can't really remember. Uh, then he recently won in 2020 with the Lakers. Um, yep. We cooked for Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I know Drake was up there at a moment. I don't know if he ate. Drewski was definitely up there. Jack Harlow, I don't know if I just said that. No. Uh, so, yeah, we've cooked for some crazy people, you know? And the sad thing yeah. is, like, we can't meet them. Like, yeah, but it's just amazing that we know that we've cooked for them. And, and the Kentucky Derby is, like... Is it just brings so much money? You yeah. know that's kind of why Kentucky is on the map for real. Like this, it's a, it's a giant horse race, and yeah. so many high baller peoples come out yep. for the we for the calling every scene in there. Forty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars a table. Forty thousand dollars a table. Yeah. Ten grand. 10, yeah. we made eleven million dollars in three days. And I mean, if you oh, could just think about crazy. it, like so many people coming in, the volume of the restaurants there yeah. just gets swelled. There's six floors, and I mean each one. Triples, yeah. and then Triples. people are there for like for like six hours just to watch a two minute time. race. Just yeah. to watch the race yeah. goes by like that. That's crazy. And then they gamble yeah. on that shit too. Like yeah. they go hard in gambling. I, I can't remember the horse that won this year, but I did hear the horse that won last year. Like they got the title stripped because like the t- the the fucking horse was drugged, like tested and they oh, had drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then this yeah. was last year. They gave him. They gave the horse like. Uh, performance enhancing drugs yeah. and they caught that, <laughs> no, that motherfucker. Crazy. God, that's that's real. Yeah. yeah, there's so many opportunities at Churchill Downs, though. You know, because you got people. It's definitely like, a good start. Like one of it the is. people that we worked with, uh, the, the older guy. He worked. He cooks for the jockeys, and he says yeah. all of the guys are like four <laughs> eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I think but yeah, they weigh like right so around much. like 130 pounds. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Like yeah, you know, those jockeys. You know, they gotta be light. They gotta those be light to, yeah. to get those horses going. Yeah. Those stallions though, those horses are. They were breads. <laughs> yeah, those those are stallions, boy. When I tell you what. Those horses are thick. You, buddy. <laughs> What'd you say? You must said that one more time. Them horses are thick. And that's I wrong for y'all. Like, 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 you can Do just see like, the muscles on the picture, bro. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the, the special jobs some farmers have? No, are we going to oh say Oh, God. That's a topic uh, that's, for another day. That's for another yeah. day. It's such a good, good wild yeah, podcast. Man, that's a... God, that's such a wild job to have. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, Chur- Churchill Downs need to sponsor us because we're talking Hollywood. You know, one of the it's best things I think that came out of this man, it was just like, like I said a little while ago, traveling man, because I didn't really understand what Church or uh, Churchill Downs and Kentucky Derby was. So I came here. You know, I think it's I think it's real good to travel and just just get out, see different cultures and different things in different states and cities for real, man. I was just talking about that with my uh, my pops. It's like we got people in our family who never left Chicago. Like, yep. been in Chicago their whole lives. Don't know what it. Don't know what California to look like. Don't know what Atlanta. None of that. They just been in Chicago. Like sometimes lives. you you live in a place for so long, you get trapped in this bubble. You know, like this yeah. is all you know. This is all you see. And that's all you think. You yeah. know, and until you really break out of that and understand that it isn't all based on your perspective, man. Yeah. You'll see so much growth. You, yeah. That's when you start living. They say for you real. can only be what you see. You know, like mm-hmm. you can only be as big as what you see. So you got to get out of there. You got to yeah. see other things because, you know, I'm sure like wherever all of us, like all of the people 
everybody want to be the drug dealer and the, the guy yeah. with the nice car. That's the guy who has the nicest car, you know. So that's that's as tall as it can see That's all you want to be, you know. So being yeah, out here seeing people like um, chefs at our school, chefs at our job, you know, it's kind of it's crazy. You know, the youngest chef, and even when we went to Florida, mm. uh, we seen that chef. He was twenty two years old. Yeah, sous so, chef, yeah, sous chef, years twenty two years old. You know, and that was inspiring for me. Yeah, you know, so it's just like you got to get out. You got to, you got to travel. You, know? you got to, and, man. Like not to, not to, like really start still praising highly of Churchill Downs, but like it's such good opportunities. Like we're. We're decently young, like yeah. 19, 20, 21. Right. Like, we're still pretty young, and yet we've probably already experienced more than half the chefs ever. Yeah, yeah man, a lot yeah. of people yeah. aren't, especially aren't hitting that time. People yeah. might have just been getting into Burger King for real at our age, yeah. you know? Getting kicked out of their mom or daddy crib, something like that. Right. Because even when, uh, when we was at those fast food places, I'm sure all of you guys know people who are managers at like 50 years old yeah. for real 60 years old we're right. managers, managers, you know for real so like we like we're 20 i think you're 20 20 and 20 uh, we're all 20 19 20 okay, okay. yeah I, I'm either way here. like you just we, round up like we started <laughs> off this is our first episode mm-hmm. we spent a thousand dollars to get this equipment like it's crazy and because you know kids our age they're not yeah. out here being as as ambitious you know, so and this real. is just like really, I think going back to being an entertainer, like being doing a podcast is just fun. Yeah. It's just nice, like to to come and just talk for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, so and again, it's just, it's nice. just you know, uh, spread yourself out. Like yeah. do all you can. You know, you don't just got to be catered to one single thing. You can have right. like attributes you spike at, but you know, yeah. what what if what if that one thing falls? You right. know then what do you have to support you, like, back you up like that? Yeah, it's, it's always good to have a backup mm-hmm. plan, like, no matter what you're doing. A, B, C, D, nice. all the way to Z, for real. You know, and, and that, another thing is, like, don't just live for yourself. I know, like, a lot of people be like, you know, you know, the only person that you need to make in, uh, in life happy is yourself, but if God puts you in a position and you're successful, you should be able to try to help and spread your success as much as you can, you know. We sound like some uncle schooling no, some man. kids, man. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> we schooling some that's kids right wise, now. You know, we wise, you know. That's, wise on the mind for about, real. Though, you know. Learning every day. Yeah. You can always, uh, something that has been, that has stuck with me, that someone has told me is that uh, you can always learn whatever, like something from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter who they are or where Gen they come leaders. from. Like you can always yeah. learn something from anybody. Yeah. Like it's it's really cool. Like all the stuff you can learn from people. Yeah, for sure. So and you know, uh, this was a nice little podcast. Like the first episode to be introductions. So yeah, we appreciate like, y'all. This has been the yeah. start in some uh, Sunburst podcast. Yeah. We love y'all. Be looking out for more, for real. I mean, there's something we're really trying to get going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe for sure. We'll we'll be uh. Probably, we'll get better on the outros yeah. too. We'll probably be <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be edited out. <laughs> Take it easy, y'all. All right, I'll be safe.